the death of Valley. Sugriva told Rama how he had quarreled with his elder brother, Valley, ruler of the Vinara kingdom of Kishkinda. As a result, Valley had banished him from the kingdom and seized his wife. Since then, I have lived in fear, wandering the forest and hills until I found shelter here in Rishiamuka. Valley is invincible, but here he cannot harm me, for a curse prevents him from ever setting foot on this hill. How do I know you're strong enough to oppose him? In reply, Rama took an arrow from his quiver and drew his bow. Close by, seven sal trees grew in a row. Rama's arrow passed through each of the trees in turn. It then penetrated the earth as far as the underworld, before bursting out again minutes later and re-entering his quiver. Sugriva bowed low in astonishment. Come then, said Rama. Let us go to Kishkinda, where you can challenge your brother to a duel. I will kill him for you. But first... So that I can tell you and Vali apart, you must wear some distinguishing mark. So Lakshmana made a garland of flowering creepers and put it around Sugriva's neck. Soon they reached the caves of Kishkinda, capital of the Vanara kingdom, where Vali lived in comfort with his wives. Sugriva challenged Vali with a roar which split the air. Valley got ready to answer the challenge, but his wife, Tara, was anxious. I, I feel uneasy. I have heard that Sugriva has befriended Rama. Abandon this quarrel. Make him prince regent. Befriend Rama. But Valley took no heed of her advice. Rama would never harm an innocent person such as me replied Valley. I will fight with Sugriva so long as he stands up to me. He'll soon run away when he feels the blows of my fists. And so saying, he rushed out to fight with his brother. Rama, concealed behind a tree, watched as the brothers collided like two bulls. Bow at the ready, he waited for an opportunity to strike Valley. The monkeys fought with tree trunks, boulders, fists, feet, arms, legs roaring about the forest like two storm clouds. Valley began to get the upper hand. But Rama, seeing his chance, loosed a gold-tipped arrow. It tore into Valley's breast with a flash and knocked him to the ground. He lay, motionless, mortally wounded. This... This was a cruel and dishonorable act, he accused Rama. I am an innocent monkey who lives in this forest. I have not harmed you. Why have you done this? Do not reproach me, replied Rama. It is my duty to uphold justice throughout my brother Bharata's kingdom. You failed to give protection to your younger brother you should treat as your own son. And you took his wife, Ruma. The punishment for one who steals his brother's wife is death. According to religious law, a criminal, justly punished, is absolved of sin and ascends to heaven. 
thus. I have released you from your sin. I have no regrets. Bali heard Rama's words and reconciled to his fate. I see you're devoted to the good of all people. Forgive me, he whispered. Then he spoke to Sukriva. I, I want you to take the throne and rule over Kishkinda. Look after my son, Angada, as if he were your own. Be considerate to Tara. L listen to her advice, for she speaks truth. Tara, crying and beating her head, clasped her dying husband to her bosom. And Valley gave up his life. This world is made up of happiness and sorrow in equal measure, said Rama. Do not despair. Tara, you will yet find happiness under the protection of Sugriva. And your son will be Prince Regent. Thus, Sugriva, with the help of Rama, got back his wife, Ruma, recovered his kingdom, and lived happily. Meanwhile, the monsoon rains began. Rama took Hanuman aside. You all go and celebrate. I will live with Lakshama in this cave, which is dry and airy, with a nearby waterfall. In four months, when the rains are over, our search for Sita will begin. Search for Sita. Sitting at the entrance of his cave, Rama waited for the monsoon rains to end. After four months, the skies cleared and he reminded Sugriva of his promise to help. Sugriva gathered monkeys from seashores, mountains, forests, and lakesides. Many millions of them assembled. Black, golden, red, and together with great bears. When all was in hand, Sugriva came before Rama. First, we must find Sita, commanded Rama. Then we will decide upon our course of action. Sugriva divided the monkeys into four parties and assigned each a different direction. Among them, Hanuman was sent south, along with the bear, Jambavan. Before Hanuman left, Rama spoke with him. Hanuman, take this ring inscribed with my name and give it to Sita so that she will know you to be my servant. Your courage and determination guarantee your success. I'm depending on you. Hanuman took the ring and bowed at Lord Rama's feet, then set off south with his party over the Vindhya mountain range. It crisscrossed the desert without food or water. And just when they had given up all hope, they came upon the vulture, Sampati, who was eager to help in the search for Sita. I once saw from this mountain a beautiful young woman carried through the air by Ravana, he told them. 
Ravana lives in the city of Lanka on an island far out to sea. You'll find Sita captive there. On learning this, the monkeys excitedly made their way to the shore of the Indian Ocean. But seeing the vast expanse of water, their hearts sank. How could they cross such a distance? Jimbabwe turned to Hanuman. You are the son of a wind god and are equal to him in your power to fly through the air. Now, show us your prowess by leaping across this vast ocean to Lanka. As Jimbabwe spoke, Hanuman grew to a colossal size. Whirling his tail in delight, he prepared to leap across the ocean. I can overtake the sun on its journey from east to west or jump to the very ends of the earth, he cried. Certainly, I will jump to Lanka. So saying, the giant Hanuman climbed the nearby Mount Mahendra, looking for a secure foothold from which to leap. Fixing his thoughts on Lanka and the divine Sita, he prepared to jump. <laughs>